Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Student Spin Podcast. Today is Wednesday, August the 5th, 2020, and would like to remind everybody that any opinions expressed here are not necessarily those of our sister production, The Six Mile Post. I am Austin Williams, and joined once again by my great co-hosts, Kimberly and Sarah. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing great. Yep. Did you guys have fun without me while I was gone? Tons of fun. It was just a blast, Austin. Oh, yeah. I had fun. <laughs> I had plenty of fun just sitting in my bed for the past two weeks in the dark. So I bet I'm, I'm glad to be back. I feel a lot better. So uh, I think we got some school news for us, Kimberly. Yeah. So a few things. First is you should have gotten an email this morning that has your fall class options. I know if you're on a computer, it's um, hard to get the graphic to actually pull up and blow up to read it. Um, so I'm just going to read you a little bit of it. Um, the hybrid options, classes meet in person on the day, time, and location listed in course offerings. And there's also a required online component typically delivered via D2L. If you have a web-based course, classes do not meet at a designated location or time. Students log into D2L to complete coursework. Students should be motivated and great at time management. Much of the work is self-paced, but assignments and assessments must be completed by due date outlined in the course syllabus. My favorite thing about those kind of courses is you can knock out all your assignments as fast as you can and be done, um, and then just wait for the exam to open up. Um, E-classroom, classes meet live online on the day, time, and listed in course offerings. So it's the same as if you're going to, um, go to class uh, on campus, but instead of going to campus, you're just gonna have that meeting time on your computer. Um, students must use GHC's Zoom web meeting system, which is a free application that can be accessed via computer, tablet, or phone. A high-speed internet connection is required. And then you have eCore slash eMajor courses, which are online classes that are offered through a partnership with the University System of Georgia and are taught by faculty from various institutions on the USG, in the USG. Students log in to GoView to complete coursework. So that's another online option. Um, and then we have, um, if you are going to be on campus, um, you are going to be required to wear a mask. Um, they're asking that you social distance six feet. If you're feeling sick, stay home. Um, once you've been exposed, it can, symptoms can take two to 14 days to appear. So wash your hands often, avoid touching, and cover your mouth and your nose. Um, in other school news, we have Cartersville's um, orientation is Monday, August 10th. It is virtual and it is from 1 to 2 p.m. Tomorrow, August 6th, is Paulding's virtual orientation. It is from 10 to 11 a.m. And August 7th, Friday, in, um, is Marietta's virtual orientation, also from 10 to 11 a.m. If you owe anything for your tuition for fall, the fee payment deadline is Thursday, August 13th by 5 p.m. The bookstore will be open August 10th through August 26th. Um, so if you need to get books or anything like that. Um, and then we have SGA, the Student Government Association, is having a meeting for all campuses via Zoom Friday, August, 4th, August 14th um, from 11 to 12 and it is open to all interested students. So there's your school news. All right, sounds good. Uh, are you guys taking any online classes or taking any hybrid classes? What, is, what do you guys schedule to look like? I'm taking all online classes, just three, thankfully. 
Um, one of my classes, a creative writing class, was changed from an in in class to online, which I'm okay with that. Um, just with everything that's going on, I feel like I'll probably do better anyways working from home because I'm very familiar and very used to online classes. So I am taking five classes. Um, four of them are online and one of them is a hybrid. So my statistics class, I figured with math, I do better with an in-person. Um, but is in the hybrid option, we will only, I believe under, from my understanding, we will only meet one day a week um, in class. And so that I figure I can handle because I'm, I cannot, like I've told y'all before, I cannot stand to wear a mask. It gives me a panic attack. Um, so I think I can suffer through for the one class. So, yeah, I got online, which is going to be very interesting. Thankfully, I had some experience with online last semester when everything kind of happened. So hopefully everything will be okay. And I hope the best of luck with everybody out there, all the professors and all the students. So let's have a good semester and best of luck, everybody. And uh, Sarah, do you have any local news for us? I do. So as of today, Wednesday the 5th, Georgia will top 200,000 COVID cases. And that's via hometown headlines. And due to the increase in cases, um, Governor Kemp actually signed House Bill 879, and this bill will legalize the delivery of alcohol to homes. Before that was not legal. Um, the bill was created to help kind of those who are not wishing to get out into local bars and because I have heard through various friends that the bars have been very crowded. It seems like there's not many bars who are keeping capacity limits. Um, so that's to help with that and another way for people to kind of just encourage people to stay home. Um, and I guess, you know, that it also helps for those people who aren't wanting to get out, wear a mask at these local businesses. So, um, but thankfully uh, COVID has not stopped some good things from happening in the community. So in Bartow County, um, roughly 2,200 kids were given school supplies in the Give a Kid a Chance program. Um, the distribution of the supplies was a little bit different because it was via a drive-through pickup system. So that's really great that even though COVID has disrupted so many lives and all these kids who, you know, are they going to school? Will they be staying home? So much craziness. It's nice to see that there's still just some good things going on. These kids who really need school supplies who wouldn't have it otherwise. I'm glad to see that Bartow County is able to still provide that need right there. So that's all I have for local news on to some world news. All right. So on to the local or world news, sorry. Uh, there was a, a massive explosion in Lebanon yesterday. There are plenty of videos out there and it's quite terrifying and yesterday on Tuesday August the 4th a massive explosion struck the city of Beirut Lebanon it killed up to 60 people and pretty sure it updated to almost 70 and injured up to 3,000 people with more people being held under the rubble uh, the explosion damaged the major parts of the port buildings and said to be heard from over 180 miles away and uh, so far what I've heard, the cause of the blast seemed to be the cause of a chemical explosion from a highly explosive material that was found from the city's port about some time ago. And the material has said to be some sodium nitrate. And so, yeah, um, it was a pretty, pretty terrifying thing. I don't know if you guys saw the video, but yeah, it was a pretty crazy thing that actually yeah, happened. It's crazy. 
So I got some TikTok news out there. Uh, Trump has threatened to ban the widely popular app TikTok due to its national security concerns. Uh, TikTok has up to 100 million US users and many content creators make a living off the app. But he has says if Microsoft buys a certain uh, majority of the app, we might be able to keep it. Microsoft is currently in the works of working on a set price to buy parts of TikTok, but not the whole company. So this could be a way of, you know, keeping TikTok inside of the U.S. and, you know, keeping a part of it and just hopefully being able to keep the app in general because I love it. It's fun to have, fun to keep. So maybe that'll be a way for us to have TikTok more inside the U.S. or hopefully it does not get banned. And I have some back-to-school shopping news and pretty much more of the same. COVID-19 is pretty much hurting the economy when it comes to school spending, back to school spending. Uh, back to school shopping is a very important part of the retail companies and the virus is causing a lot of problems for the businesses. It's probably this, what I read in the Associated Press is that it's the second most popular retail season for, for you know retail stores. And many parents are holding off to the uncertainty with the situation of sending kids to school as the virus continues throughout the US and the rest of the world. And uh, parents are holding off on buying school clothes and equipment for now, especially for, you know, children who are taking like e-classes and online schools. And parents are more focused on protecting their kids and children with protective items such as masks and school supplies. So basically when holding back on, you know, buying actual school supplies due to the virus and I, the economy is taking a hit. So basically with school supplies not being bought in August, it's probably going to be more until September when things are going to be getting sold school supplies things such as that since the virus is just still here still around and hopefully i know a lot and a lot of schools have gone back on and you know a bunch of kids are going back to school so i hope the best for everybody yeah i'm interested and to see how it goes my kids start back on august 13th so yeah how do you feel we about that see. um they are not, I have heard they are not going to require masks. They are just going to strongly encourage them. Wow. So um, we will see how all of this goes because I know those are crowded schools anyway. Um, mm. I don't know. I just, I'm going to send them back and hope for the best and we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was only like, recommended i'm surprised that it wasn't like an actual thing put down but i know there's a pretty i know kemp while ago signed a bill to where places can't tell you to wear a mask and stuff so i know things are pretty shifty and not really too much is known I mean, whether you have to or have to not so i just i just thought you were like schools would demand it but i guess that's no um yeah i mean to me common sense prevails here just give your kids vitamin mm. C, give them extra, you know, an extra vitamin C pill, make sure they they're exercising at home and doing things to, to make sure that they're healthy. Um, make sure they're washing their hands. Tell them not to go around touching on people. Like even if you're going to be in mm. the same vicinity, you know, mm. I mean, just use common sense. And if you can boost yeah. your immune system, I know we use elderberry at my house, so they have elderberry gummies that they take. So, and so far, and my kids don't ever really get sick, so we'll see. Yep. You heard it. Take your Flintstone gummies out there, kids. <laughs> All right. So we, we got some uh, good news. Always a good part of the show. So first thing I got for you were 
three men rescued from a Pacific island, obviously on the Pacific Ocean. So uh, three men have been rescued from a tiny Pacific island after riding a giant SOS sign in the sand that was spotted above the spotted above by an Australian aircraft. Uh, the men have been missing in the Micronesia archipelago for nearly three days when the distress signal was spotted after their boat ran out of gas. So basically what I read on the Associated Press was these guys were just trying like island hop, go from island to island, just, you know, having a good time. And basically they ran out of gas in the middle of the ocean and they kind of found the tiniest island and just stayed out there for three days. And thankfully everything went okay. The three guys were okay. And, you know, a good survival story. Uh, yeah. What else you got for some good news? Um, so for all you dog lovers, I'm sure you'll be happy to hear this. Um, so in Mexico, um, during the pandemic, the San Cristobal Shelter launched a temporary adoption program. So the aim was to help not only the dogs, but also those who were quarantining alone or just felt lo lonely during all these crazy pandemic times. And because of this, 39 of the 56 dogs that were part of the program have since been permanently adopted. And that's via the BBC News. And once again, I think it's pretty cool to see that despite COVID and all the uncertainty and everything that's going on, um, it's just really neat to see that good things are coming and that you know, there are some good things that come out of all the chaos that is COVID. Now there's 39 dogs that now have a home forever. And I just think that's really cool. And now there's a bunch of people who may have felt lonely before and a little scared, a little afraid in Mexico with all the pandemic stuff, but hopefully they have a really loyal friend now. So I just think that's really awesome and makes me happy. puts a smile on my face to think about that. Love a good dog story. Mm -hmm. It was a really good friend. story. So for our last segment, we're going to start with our music and movies we're listening to and watching right now. So go ahead, Sarah. What do you got for us? So I, this past Saturday and Sunday, I binge watched the second season of Umbrella Academy. If you're not familiar with what that is, it's about a bunch of super powered uh, siblings who have been like adopted by this man. And basically the premise is that they have to save the world. The end of the world is coming. And the second season, just like the first, it had a lot of twists and turns and definitely left on a cliffhanger. So I'm super excited to see season three. And if you haven't watched The Umbrella Academy, I definitely recommend checking that out on Netflix. Um, as far as music, I don't have any new music. I have been listening to a lot of um, Ed Sheeran and he's kind of, I know, he's kind of just always there. I love his like upbeat pop stuff from his newest album. It just has a lot of like, I say newest, but still kind of old. It just has a lot of fun songs um, that just kind of keep my head out of being negative, especially during all this time with COVID and back to school and all the uncertainty. So just a bunch of fun, upbeat songs. And yeah, y'all should check it out if you haven't. Um, so with any movies and TV shows I've been watching uh, about every single episode of Impractical Jokers, I love that show. It is hilarious. It always seems to get me whenever, whatever type of mood I'm in. I love those guys. And um, any music, I don't really listen to anything new recently, but uh, um, my girlfriend found this artist she's listened to forever. His name is Russ. He's an Atlanta-based rapper and a really good 
really good vibe to it. I love listening to him. So if you need a new artist to listen to, I didn't know who he was until she introduced him to me. So definitely check out Russ if you're listening to anything new. I like him a lot. So check him out. And what about you, Kimberly? All right. So as far as what I'm watching, I have not been watching a whole lot. I have had kids and we're getting ready to go back to school and I've had a gutter I've had to fix and a lot of other things. But the Mandalorian on Disney Plus is one of my favorite shows. I cannot wait to see Baby Yoda. And I've been dying for season two. And season two, they say, is definitely going to be released in October of this year. So I am, that's my birthday month. I'm waiting. I'm ready. Um, so it'll be popcorn and, mm-hmm. and many, many hours watching The Mandalorian season two when that comes out. Um, as far as music, nothing really new, but... Um, I've found a lot of people have never heard of, it's a band that was, two people, it's a band that got started with the Hunger Games, right before the Hunger Games, and um, they were together for several years, and they got really, started to get really big, and then they split up, Um, but they have at least, I think, three albums that were out that are definitely worth listening to, they're called The Civil Wars, Um, I love them both, Joy Williams, um, they both still do their own stuff. His stuff I kind of like, but um, Joy Williams is the girl that was in the group, and um, I really still like some of her stuff. The Trouble with Wanting is one of her newer ones, and it's good. Um, so just if you want to check out a really good folk band, then um, The Civil Wars is it. Barton Hollow is amazing. All right. So for any Disney fans out there, the live-action Mulan movie is coming out soon on Disney+. Plus. I think Disney just told everybody that they're just going to release on uh, the Disney Plus app. It's going to be easier for everybody. So if you're interested in that, go check that out soon. And uh, I think that wraps it up for today. I want to thank everybody for listening and just... I'm glad to be back, and I'm glad to be telling the news. I'm glad to be back with my co-host. Anything else, guys? Anything else you want to say? Oh, we're just glad to have you back, Austin. Yeah, glad, glad you're here. Glad you can talk. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right, uh, so we'll see you next time, and uh, it's a goodbye from us. Bye. So long.